The first reading is a reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and the perfecter of faith. For the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider how he endured such opposition from sinners in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. The word of the Lord. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear him. The lowly shall eat their fill. They shall seek the Lord and shall praise him. May your hearts be ever merry. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations shall bow down before him. To him alone shall bow down all who sleep in the earth. Before him shall bend all who go down into the dust. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. And to him my soul shall live. My descendants shall serve him. Let the coming generation be told of the Lord, that they may proclaim to a people yet to be born the justice he has shown. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. My brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the area, close to the sea. On the synagogue, one of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come, lay your hands on her, that she may get well and live. He went off with him, and a large crowd followed him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, You see how the crowd is pressing against you, yet you ask, Who touched me? They looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of the affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue's official house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? 
Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid. Just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except for Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And when they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put out all of them. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she, would be, she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. And so today we hear this beautiful gospel. And it talks about faith, of course, in the gospel and in the old reading, the perfecter of faith, the Old Testament reading. And, you know, Father Dan Mahoney come and he stand with us, and we were talking last night when he got here. He was listening to, you know, a story of one of the apparitions. And I says, I don't buy apparitions that cause fear. Because if I make you just afraid, you might change for a while, but it's all because of you, because you don't want to go to hell, because you want to go to eternal life. It's all about you. It isn't about love. It doesn't inspire love. And that's why in here in Mark chapter 5, verse 36, Jesus, the old translation used to say, fear is useless. What is needed is trust. The translation today says, do not be afraid, but have faith. So faith takes us deeper than fear. Fear keeps us focused on ourselves. And that's different from fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord is this great, awesome God that I am just in awe. Like the woman when she was cured and she fell at the feet in fear of Jesus. Whoa, awesome. You have done such great things for me. But she didn't just go away and focus on herself. She fell at the feet of Jesus. And so with us. Do we operate out of fear? Does fear dictate my life? Or does faith dictate my life? Faith will draw us closer to God. Fear will keep us focused on ourselves. So let's God heal us of the fear in our life that keeps us focused to ourselves. And let us ask him to replace that with great faith in him. Nature and Noah's love today and forever. Amen.